Welcome back to Cutie with a Pod. So in this episode, I want to give a quick preface. I recorded this via Zoom with Khalif and Khalif decided to sit in the car, in his car with his windows down. So you're going to hear birds chirping. You are going to hear cars coming by. Um, Try to ignore all that. And I... I left a part in there when I told him, wind your window up. Um, Still a great episode. We will we will bash Khalif later. All right, let's jump into it. Today is part two of Toxic Male Friendships. And it's coming from a male perspective. So we are going to hear from a male in my life about his thoughts and reactions to the last episode that Taylor and I recorded. And it was very difficult for me to choose a male. So I'm just going to in- not interrupt, introduce this man right now. And then I'll tell you why I chose this particular man. So we have someone here with us today and his personality is very much like the shirt he's wearing. I know you guys can't see it. So let me describe it. It is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bear with a scarf on and maybe house slippers and he has a beer mug in his hand it's clearly a beer mug and i think it's hot beer (laughs) no it's clearly hot chocolate um we don't have to talk about it but it is clearly hot chocolate for those of you who are wondering so it's um it's hot chocolate but it looks like hot beer so it is khalif say hi to khalif everyone and khalif say hi hey (laughs) y'all Is that better? <laughs> that that's good. You see, Khalif is unlike Taylor and Amber because he did not give a full winded explanation as to who he is. Um, Khalif, tell everyone how we met. I'm gonna give him a chance. Um, oh wow. Okay. Um, so we met through a program that was geared towards Basically, can I say niggas? Get niggas like in the hood to look at like <laughs> Yes, you, know, you can say niggas, but don't be specific about like everything you know yeah yeah sure 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 but but geared towards getting um inner inner city youth i guess quote unquote to look at uh nescac schools basically so like the holy crosses the wesleyans um the schools that we both respectively went to um and and other schools in that area uh so so basically i think we had like some sat classes or something like that Mm -hmm. and so we met through amber kind of because you were amber's best friend at the time and you know, like, it's just when you meet someone who's, like, funny and, like, funny people, you're just going to gravitate towards each other just to, like, laugh because that's just what you want to do. And, like, that's what we did. And, yeah, I just I just remember um, it was, like, one of the first friendships, like, like seriously, that I had made mm-hmm. where I laughed that much. And it, there were, like, no drugs involved. It was just, like, a completely <laughs> cool setting. Like, no, I'm just – I'm serious. Like, I – like, you know, I smoke and shit. So, like, of course, obviously, like, I had those kind of friendships, but it kind of opened me up to that perspective of, like, engaging, you know what I mean, people in a different way or just engaging, like, having a good time, quote, unquote, in a different way, you know. Um, Interesting. So. I never knew that. I've always appreciated that about you and Amber. I think that's how we met. Um, yeah. That is cool. Okay, so just found that out. Wow. So the reason I chose Khalif for this episode is, one, it was very difficult to find a man who would take it seriously. 
So I texted one of, I texted three people and Khalif being one of them to help me. So originally there was supposed to be three men, have three different perspectives. And you texted me last just to be, you know, clear. You don't know, you literally don't know who I texted first because you're not in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them, I, um, I was like, you got to listen to the first episode and like, you know, tell me what you think about it. First of all, the episode was like 40 minutes long. He quote unquote listened to it in five minutes and said, I listened to it. It sounded sexist because I made the statement that men are typically, men are not friends. Was it men are typically not friends with women they aren't attracted to or men don't pursue friendships mm. with women. They're not like attracted to. I think to it's just something like men don't have friends that they don't find attractive in the context of like women. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So he said that was sexist. And once he said that, I was like, yeah, you being too shallow for me and this won't work. Um, what do you think about that statement? Is it is it is it sexist? Was it being sexist? I mean, I do think that it, it is leaning kind of like on a generalization, but I don't necessarily disagree. I do think that um, attractiveness bias is a thing. I do think that we associate good qualities with people who are attractive, and it's not necessarily a gender-based thing. I think it's on both sides of the spectrum. And I think even outside of just, like, attractiveness, people will pursue, you know, friendships and relationships with people that embody certain qualities, whether it be, like, fitness mm-hmm. or status or, like, finances or whatever. So, yes, I do agree that, you know, some men, you know, maybe more than a few um, would use it as a basis to say like hey like these are the kind of people i'm going to pursue whether it be for friends or more than friends or whatever um but i don't think that you know it's not necessarily just a male thing but i can see how he you know maybe might have got his feelings hurt so (laughs) yeah i mean i agree i don't think that i would really see a guy that i don't think is i'm also more on the shallow side but not that shallow and i'm not afraid to say i judge people off what i see because it's what we do. Some people are afraid to say they do it, but I'm not. I we judge. Do it, you know, yeah. And I <laughs> think also, maybe that, yeah, that might've been the thing. It's just that like, don't just say that like men specifically, do, mm-hmm. you know, necessarily. Cause I think it's a thing that people do. And if that's what we're talking about, yeah, let's be honest. We all do. it. We all have different reasons. Um, well, it. Okay. Yeah. And then the second guy that I asked to do it, the other guy, um, I sent him like some questions I wanted to explore. And he was like, wait, I thought this episode was about women being toxic. Okay. I mean, (laughs) you have the space to like talk about that, but that's not what I wanted this episode to be about. So he was ready to, she did this, she did that. And I, I understand that men need that space as well, but that's not the space, you know? Mm -hmm. So he had different intentions. Hopefully you don't have those intentions. I think you have good intentions. I have good intentions. I'm not definitely not woman bashing, but I think the perspective of like, have I ever been in a uh, a toxic friendship necessarily? Um, I have. Oh, perfect. We can't wait to hear about it. It is with a woman um, that I'm not oh. friends with. But listening to what you all say, I do think that it adds a perspective that kind of, you know, maybe flattens the gender kind of like based, you know, because I do think toxic male friendships are a thing, but we naturally have op- opposing truths. Like you have had toxic male friends. I have majority female friends as you have majority, you know, male friends. And I try not to be a toxic male friend. So I don't have a lot of stories about, <laughs> you know, when I was a toxic male friend. <laughs> mm-hmm.
So, Cleese, um, I know you had a chance to listen to the last episode. Um, well, the previous, well, the episode we're talking about, right? <laughs> um, so, do you have any thoughts about anything Taylor said or I said or anything you disagree with? Um, I won't say disagree with necessarily, but y'all definitely should have called me. I should have been a part of the original conversation. Uh, oh. I respect that. But, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of stuff that I identify with, not necessarily from like a gender-based perspective. Um, I don't think I've been the guy um, that a lot of y'all, you know, kind of have experienced or both of y'all have kind of like experience or dealt with. But mm-hmm. I do feel like I have been in those kind of relationships. Um, and I do feel like I have like, you know, have some personal experience and understanding stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like just from like, just like the emotional gold digging perspective, um, I do think that like, you know, we, but we can both agree that like quality, there's like a group of quality adults. Maybe there are more women than men, you know, in that quality group. But I think there, there is a like respectable adults who want to like better themselves. So I don't think that people necessarily approach relationships or like as a man, like I've never really approached a relationship because I wanted somebody to emotionally better me necessarily. You know what I mean? So like, I did kind of like disagree with that, but I do think that, you know, relationships are kind of, or can be like parasitic in a sense that um, someone can be, I guess, kind of like extracting something from you emotionally and not really kind of trying to return anything to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I do think like that's, you know, toxic. And that can be like um, a guy who's trying to like pray or pursue a woman on the low and trying to be her friend, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it also can be like a girl who like very much knows a guy like is really into her and like friend zones him or whatever. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with friend zone. Don't get me wrong. But not in the sense where you know somebody is trying to get out of the friend zone and you just watching them try to get out of the friend zone and appreciate that. You know, I think there's different elements of like toxicity and stuff. So mm-hmm. I want to say like I disagree necessarily. Um, um, I do want to address that. So just a quick question. I just want to pick your brain more. So when okay. if a guy is pursuing a girl girlfriend zones him and guy continues to try to pursue girl even though he's been clearly friend zoned is the girl wrong then to still i guess interact with the guy or should she be like up front because take i mean amber and i just had this conversation too yeah like, no i feel like you know i feel like you should be just like up front and i don't feel like it has to be like a like an awkward thing like i feel like if you're feeling that you like someone then, you know, you should express that to them. And if they're not open to liking you in that way, I feel like that's okay. But I feel like you should be real about what the relationship is about. Like, you're not shallow necessarily because you want to be in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and they don't want to be in a relationship with you and you're like, okay, cool. Like, there's, I don't think that's a, that's a problem necessarily. But I don't think you should, you know, I don't want to say settle for friendship. I think if you want to be a friend with someone's friend, like, I feel like you can do that. Like, and I feel like if you want to be in a relationship with someone, you can also do that. You just shouldn't, like, blur the lines and shit, you know? Okay. Um, um, so I'm definitely trying to consider now which episode I want to release first because Amber and I literally talked about this and it's kind of, it's a different layer. I won't tell you yet, but... <laughs> Yes. We can talk about, if, if you and Amber talked about us, we, I can talk about, like, me and Amber, because that would be I didn't, like, I didn't, wait, me and Amber <laughs> didn't sit up and talk about you. Oh, okay. The way he was making that face, I didn't know. Because, I, I mean, like, me and Amber are, like, you know, long-time, like, friends, so. I, I know that. Like, no, we were not, we did not have a Khalif bashing session, so. No, not Khalif bashing, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying, like, the topic related, but, um. 
Okay, so the gold digging and the parasitic relationships, good. Um, so you've never been like that toxic male in a friendship, and I can see that. Like, I don't, I don't feel like you're a taking kind of guy. I feel like you, you will sit here and listen to me talk. Yeah, <laughs> and you won't have a problem with it. So I don't see you as a toxic male friendship. Um. Yeah, so you're cleared. You've checked off all the boxes. So Thanks. I was wondering. I was yeah. wondering when I was listening. I was just like, uh, hope I pass the test. Yeah, um, I think a lot of guys were. I, I'm going to make a test. Are you a toxic male friend? Take this quiz to figure it out. Yeah, but I think you, I think you just have to be honest about your intentions and how you want to interact with someone. And like, that's, that kind of like is, you know, like my experience with like a toxic friendship. Not necessarily male, but, you know, I started working at the job that I'm, I'm currently working at now. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Press is not listening or whatever, so I don't mind like talking about it. Um, <clears throat> but you know, this person naturally kind of like we naturally kind of gravitated towards each other, and it was kind of like a natural—I don't want to say chemistry or whatever—but you know, there are some people that you just kind of they just fit. You just naturally gravitate towards them. It's just like I'm fucking with you. Like it's just yeah. it's automatic. Um, but we were both in relationships, so it was not anything like that necessarily. There was chemistry and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But it was one of those things where um, she felt comfortable around me in ways that she didn't feel comfortable around other people at work. So it was kind of like a relief for her. Whereas for me, I was just comfortable. Like, I'm comfortable pretty much where I'm at, even if it's not comfortable, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we would eat lunch together, like, a lot. And that was cool. But naturally, you know, if you eat lunch together, it, it became like a, oh, we're going to eat lunch together, like, every day. Like, that's going to yeah, be like... Yeah, it's a routine. Um, it's our routine. And, like, was, like, the baseline. It was, like... It was cool because it was like, okay, here's this person who wants to be my friend. I'm going to make new friends at this company that I started working for. So I'm not going to like not embrace, especially, you know, first real or maybe second real like job with a concrete, you know, environment after like college where you, you know, you're making friends and people who you can actually fuck with, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I say basically it just kind of got to a point where I think, having more knowledge and experience of relationships than she did, I was like kind of like her counsel to a certain degree. And I do think like that is kind of like, not necessarily like a toxic thing, but you know, I would tell her like, you know, if we got on lunch break and she just wanted to spend 40 minutes out of the hour that I had talking about, you know, what was going on with her boyfriend or, or whatever. And don't get me wrong. We had mutual conversations about like how we felt about having long distance relationships, but I would tell her like, you know, I'm not your therapist. Like, it's not, you, you're like, oh my God, okay, so I just want to tell you about this, 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 this. So that, that, wait, that. was she, both of you were in long-term, I mean, long-distance relationships? Yeah, long-distance and, you know, long-term to a certain Okay. Degree. So you would share those experiences and she would kind we, of come to you like mutual, an expert in a sense? Just in the sense of just like relationships and kind of like, you know, just being in that sense of like, hey, you have to kind of value and know and love yourself and, like, we all go through that. Like, it's not, like, some magical, like, understanding. But we all go through the, you know, you have to love yourself so you're not trying to get that from a different person so you can function in a relationship from that kind of perspective and not try and necessarily complete yourself with somebody else's affection or love or intention or insert whatever. But, you know, that was something that she didn't really necessarily know. And I felt like, for me, it was, like, kind of an opportunity where, you know, usually when you teach people stuff about love and shit, you, like, are in the relationship with them, like, mm-hmm. learning and teaching them shit. And it was, like, an opportunity where it's like, okay, well, I'm not in a relationship with her, and I'm in a relationship, so I'm not trying to, like, embrace a different, you know, relationship or anything like that. 
But, you know, I can clearly see, like, you know, this dude is, like, fucking you over. So let me just try and help you understand, like, this is what's really going on. This is why you keep doing the situation. This is why you're trying to, you know, you can't really escape it. If I can add some perspective and value. Um, but, you know, I, you know, back to the point, like, I, I had to tell her, like, you know, I'm not your therapist at the end of the day. Even though I can kind of know these things and I can teach you these things and I can help you out with these things, it's not really, like, that's not the nature of our friendship is that I break down your emotional problems and make you feel better during lunch. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of like where the toxicity kind of like began. Cause it's like, Oh, okay. Oh, I can't, I can't do that. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And it was uh, kind of an, an essence. And, and then it was like more of the, okay, well, if, you know, and over the course I had, you know, kind of been in a relationship and got out, gotten out of a relationship or whatever. Um, but it was this kind of dynamic where it was, uh, you, you know, we eat lunch together all the time. So if there's a new person you want to eat lunch with, like, you know, what are you doing? Like, we eat lunch together. Like, what you, what you talking about? Type, type. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, energy. So It's possessive. It's not really, it is, you know, and like, we can talk about that. We can reshape that if that's some kind of energy that you want to have. But, you know, that kind of gave me the cue, like, okay, like, you're a little, like, to the extent, like, new person in the department, like, meeting people. Oh, like, you know, just so you know, we eat lunch every day. So, yeah. And wait, it's like, oh, wait. it's like that. Like, when a new person came, she you, she set those boundaries. Yeah, yeah I think it, I think it was like the and, I, and it was just visibly for me. So I don't know, you know, kind of like how whatever. But it was just a thing. I was comfortable eating lunch with her, or whatever. So I didn't really mind. But after you like spending so much time with a person, especially like when you kind of be in territorial and stuff, I'm gonna kind of be like, you know, respectfully like when I'm not kind of like in a relationship, you know, like what, what's up, like what, like what's going on because this is a little bit different than just you know, being friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of what I'm hearing is like, you were sort of her work husband, but... Basically, and, and, and that aligns with like, you know, what, I'm sorry, that aligns with what you were saying. <laughs> that aligns with what you were saying about, um, about like the kind of like hidden, like hidden best friend type thing. Cause like, mm-hmm. yeah, from a work context, we'll spend a complete time, all this good stuff, but you know, it was like, you know, I feel like it's weird to spend so much time with someone and like not really have any kind of like an outside dynamic. Um, granted, we were both in relationships at a certain point, but when we weren't, it's just like, it's just kind of, you know, kind of interesting. So did um, you guys ever hang out outside of work or no? Like it was literally just during lunch. This is when I'm going to dump yeah. it on you. Well, for the most part, session. yeah. For the most part, maybe a little bit here and there, but like for the most part, yeah. Um, you know, I can kind of... I understand having the work husband who you talk to about things. Um, did you feel like you can also talk to her about things or were you just like, no, nah, I'm good. Like I have my different outlets. Like I like to keep things separated. To a certain degree. Yeah. And I feel like we did. So that's why I'm like, I don't want to shape it. Like it's like emotional dumping, which I do think is the kind of like toxic, you know, mm-hmm. thing that can be done. Um, yeah. It wasn't like an emotional dumping situation. Uh, necessarily but it did get to the extent where it's like okay we're spending lots of time you're like learning lots of things about me learning lots of things about you and it's not necessarily just kind of like oh yeah there's somebody who i think they cool or whatever like that like, oh i just learned something about them it's just kind of like more of a intentional like but just kind of kind of like weird way you know like i don't know i don't know how to really uh, yeah now i'm questioning that. my experiences because i mean i never went to like my quote unquote work husband and was like, let me dump all this on you about my life. Like, can you help me? What does this mean? It was more so like, oh my God, look how stupid this guy is I'm talking to and like showing him the messages and like 
us talking through yeah, it, that's, that's cool. asking him for advice. Um, did I feel like possessive? I feel like I, I feel a certain amount of possession over all of my friends. I would be okay with him eating lunch with other people or other people eating lunch with us because I mean I would go eat lunch with other people. Do right. you were you both black? She's Bangla, like like Indian, English. Okay. Like, uh, were you only yeah. two? Were you were the only two? Yeah, we were. We were. We we grab, did gravitate as like non-white people for like a mostly white like organization. Okay. You know, obviously. Uh, but yeah, so I think that it just kind of like got to a point where it was like, okay, well, kind of spending a lot of time. It's kind of like in kind of like a territorial way a little bit. It's a little bit like you know some vibes or whatever. So I'm just gonna try and address, this, understand, so I'm not confused because you know I want to talk to somebody now. So I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here and keep it moving type thing. Um, so it's like okay, so you know like hey, like what well, you know what's really the deal? And it was kind of like one of those whole things where it's like I'll acknowledge that you know there's something there. I don't want to talk about it. Like but romantic like, feelings? You know, just if you ask me, I would say yes. It's just kind of like, you know, if someone doesn't necessarily have all the, you know, terminology or tools to talk about how they feel about somebody, but they trying to... Line <laughs> up that window right now. <laughs> the window's not going to help. Oh, okay. Just had to wait till it got, it got right. Um but no, I think I think when somebody doesn't have the terminology, or you know, not, not I want to say like the experience, like in like a belittling way, but mm-hmm. it can be hard to talk about how you feel about somebody when you're not used to doing that, or when you don't really do that. So it was kind of like one of those, like you know, like I get a different kind of feeling, and like you know, it's like it's different. Like I don't feel that like with my family, I don't feel that with like past boyfriend, yeah. I don't feel that with like this. So it's like something I don't really know about, but you know, at the same time, like I'm not really trying to embrace that. And, you know, at the end of the day, I respect it. It's like, cool. Like, you know, I think it's cool that, like, we both can acknowledge that it's some shit. Whether you want to embrace it or not or see what it is or not, that's cool and I respect that. But also, like, okay, like, our, I feel like the HR dynamic is going to, like, change because we can still be friends. We can still have that kind of a friendship. But, you know, like, you can't be territorial like that, I feel, if you know that, yeah. you know, I'm trying like- to get... When you started telling your story, let me tell you about how my bi- how biased I am, and I'm I'm gonna call out my bias. So when you were talking about her, so what I gather from it is there's this girl, there was this woman at work. You and her started talking. You're in both long term relationships. She hadn't been in a relationship before, but she had relationship experience, so she was coming to you and kind of seeking advice, like emotional validation, things like that. And it took a toll on you, right? The same way it took a toll on me with my friend. But my bias was just like, okay, like she's just asking you for help. Like help the girl, right? But you see what I mean? So it's like it's a different side the roles, of the conversation. Yeah. Literally, you were me <laughs> in this situation. It's just like, oh, this is so draining. Like Which is why I can relate. And like the other thing I can relate to is like the whole hidden thing. So it's like naturally and like I mean, I like full blown, like, you know, apologize if it's not true, but I know like culturally across all cultures, like, you know, colorism is a thing, but like, especially like, you know, like Indian cultures and stuff like that. And like, yeah. I'm not even Indian, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like past the, 
the darkest you can be and I'm dark skinned. You get what I'm yeah. saying? So <laughs> it's like, it's not to say like, oh, like you wouldn't make friends with such and such or such and such and so and so. But I just felt like I never really was like, outside of a work context, I wasn't really invited to any kind of like stuff mm-hmm. or really embrace it. Like I've had like Muslim friends that are just like, hey, like we're having like an E thing. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, whatever, or, you know, doing whatever kind of a thing, especially if it's food-based, because I love food, and just be like, hey, here's some whatever, like, mm-hmm. try this. Or like, hey, you know, it just was, it's kind of weird. Not necessarily saying, like, you have to embrace me that way, but, but if you're going you're gonna to spend so much me. time and be yeah. territorial and be like, no, you can't really grow and embrace relationships with other people. We can eat with them together, and we can all be friends and stuff, but, you know, this is kind of like, how you know it should go but at the same time it's like you know like there was like a work event and um our mom was there like our parents and i didn't feel like she necessarily wanted me to introduce her to her parents it was kind of like oh like hey like you know this is you know please hey you know and it, it wasn't necessarily like hey like you know like such and such and so and so like it was just like oh okay and mm-hmm. you know i can respect that at the end of the day but i think that that's like the 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 I don't want to say like a tipping point for like toxicity where it's like, okay, we can both acknowledge that we're getting different things and not satisfying different things for each Mm -hmm. other out of this dynamic. Here is my proposition for how maybe this could be different. If you can't, okay, let's change it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're down, that's cool. If not, then there's certain things that I'm not really going to accept. Like I'm going to kick it with some people who I can kick with outside of work too. At the end of the day, or you know, we're both trying to advance our careers. I'm trying to advance my career and not really focus on yeah. um, that so much, you know. Um, I like that story a lot. I really needed that perspective because I was just like, it, at first, I'm telling you, I was like, just help the girl. Like, but if um, an emotionally stunted man comes to me and he's like trying to talk through his feelings, like, I'm like, go figure it out. I figured it out. But you talk through it with her and like helped her. And I also see this on like, on Instagram slash Twitter a lot. So like, I feel like now a lot of memes are popping up about like black men saying black women don't want to help us through our emotional stuff. And women are like, go figure no, it out. Don't get me wrong. Like that. I don't feel like it. Like if we're talking about like, you know, um, J Cole and, and no name, like this kind of like dynamic, like I don't think that women have a natural like responsibility to teach us or to like yeah. think about the way that they speak to us when they teach us type thing. Like, yeah, I think you should deal with each other with love and compassion across the board in general, but I don't think it should be like, yo, like, I don't really know nothing, but you know something, but like the way you're saying it, like you need to say it different and yeah. yo, and like keep doing it though, because like, I don't really do it. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like, you don't like none of that really has to be said. Like, you know, <laughs> you know like, that's literally the way it's portrayed. Like, none of that. And I just really don't be understanding like how I feel like it's like obvious for me to hear where I'm just like, it give you that kind of like cringy feeling a little bit, but people be yeah. like, yo, like deep, like, oh, whoa. Like, and I just don't. <laughs> I'm, like, um, I'm just me. I'm, I'm not on that one. Um, yeah. No, you are definitely emotionally mature. It's, clear and I mean that's probably why she she was like I mean aside from the fact that you she probably felt more comfortable talking to you because you were the only other person of color in the office but I I can see why she wanted that but okay so after the meet and greet well the semi meet and greet with her family would you say that like your friendship dwindled off or are you guys like still no I don't think it really dwindled off I think we just always kind of just spent time 
at work and stuff. And especially like when I was in a relationship, it kind of looked a certain kind of way. And, you know, it's like respectful and shit and just, you know, spending time at work and, and all that stuff and getting outside of a relationship. It was still like spending time at work, you know, maybe doing some stuff outside of work, but not, it's just like not really, it's just weird. Like, I do think it's a thing. And I think girls do do this more than guys. Um, it's like describe the guy that they wish they had or like describe the situation that they wish they had, but not really necessarily embrace the situation that they may have with someone, you know, and, and talk to that person. So it's like, I'm not really going to embrace that. When you say you want, you just want to have a real conversation with someone. It's like, you know, we've been hanging out for like how long? And you just <laughs> been talking about nothing. You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, that's not what you want at the end of the day. So it's like, you should just, and I would say some shit like that. I'd be like, you should be real about what you want. You know, and maybe I was up front and say like, hey, like you can get that with me because obviously either I'm in a relationship coming out or I got some other shit going on. But it's like, that's obviously not what you really want, you know. Um, but I mean, she really liked the idea of you, but she didn't yeah, really I, I, want I don't it. Know, but she did. She did definitely have a type. And I don't think I was her type necessarily. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, but it's also leave me alone and stop putting me in the situation. Because I'm assuming like through talking to her, you start to develop feelings for, for people, especially when you have these deep conversations about feelings and things and you're sort of helping her through the situation. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do mm-hmm. think when you start developing feelings, then there's nothing wrong with getting, catching feelings with, for somebody. But I do think like just like, keeping that secret and not really like finding your own unique way or however that is to like let somebody know you know what I'm saying whether it's like yo I got feelings for you I don't really know how to say about it so I'm just taking my space till I can figure out how to really kind of tell you if you like you know if that's your thing that's but I feel like that's better than knowing you got feelings for somebody knowing you feel a certain type of way and you just like not really saying anything or looking for an opportune moment to like you know kind of I want to say problem number you know what I'm saying like I don't think that that's, uh, but yeah, so like the whole like introduction thing, that didn't really like change the dynamic, but I, I do think like just not being like at work and shit, you know what I'm saying? And like, mm. we never really hung out outside of work. So it's just kind of just like, hey, I feel like we don't really talk. And it's like, well, I mean, we never really talked outside of work. So. Okay. So, but just thinking about that, like, because when we were talking about our friendships, it was more so with the opposite sex. So you with the girl, me with the guy do I feel like girls are toxic with one another and I feel like that's just the cattiness of a girl being a girl like it happens um mm-hmm. do you feel like men are ever in toxic relationships with or friendships with other men or have you seen that happen yeah I think I think guys are in toxic relationships with each other how so how does that show up <laughs> I would say like not in general but I think it does definitely when you have like a like emotions don't have like you don't have a value system for emotions necessarily, mm-hmm. then like yeah, you're gonna do a lot of stuff without consideration for like how somebody might feel or something. So like yeah, it can be toxic because you feel like, you know, man, he's gonna be all right, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> like that's that but that's literally like your thought process. So it's like whatever you're thinking about doing, it's like you feel it's not even like 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 disrespect necessarily but you feel like a level of understand understanding like you know what i'm a man he's a man he will understand so he gonna understand and that's that you know and it's just like you gotta is understand that toxic if there's an understanding though 
I do think it's toxic because I don't think, you know, the whole I'm a man, like everybody got different, you know, definitions about what that is. So you go do stuff that you feel like somebody should be cool with. And like, you know, oh, like, man, you, you know, you less of a man necessarily because you not cool with that or you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not. So in general, men don't have regard for others and it can show up in their other, in their friendships with men. No, I'm just saying, like, in general, there is, uh, there's a, like, a, I, I don't want to, I don't know, I want to say, like, dynamic necessarily, but what, what's the word that I'm looking for? There's, like, a a societal understanding or value system for Spoken male feelings. Uh-huh. Like, and it's contributed by women and men. Like, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Reinforced by women and men in different ways. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying, like, the way that manifests in, like, male-to-male relationships where it's just like, okay, well, I don't necessarily need to like talk about feelings and shit. Or I'm not gonna necessarily do that because, you know, XYZ. But mm-hmm. I feel like guys like talk about like their emotional relationships. I think that is maybe like a misconception that, you know, you think that like, you know, you just see dude like crying and he's like, bro, like she broke my heart, like it's crazy and like that's how dudes talk about their emotions and stuff. But I feel like if you're nervous or you like you trying to, you know, you wanna take a girl somewhere, you wanna do something or something not going right in your life, like, I feel like you feel open to talk about it, but again, it's certain standards of, like, what does it mean to be a man? And, like, everybody gonna try and uphold that. So, like, if I'm down, bad, struggling, maybe I might not tell you unless I really need some help. You know what I'm saying? Or we really close like that. You know, my my real close, like, male friends where I'd be like, bro, I need this, I need that, but not in the same sense where it's like, okay, this might make me look like I'm less than this or that. So, of course, I gonna, you know, lean on you in that way. And I feel like maybe it's a little bit different with women where it's like, you know, y'all share a little bit more, I feel like. Uh, yeah, possibly. We, we we share a little bit more, I guess. It depends on the friend. I have some friends that I won't open up to about certain things, but you just have certain friends for certain things, right? Yeah. But so. you don't feel like there's no, like, value, you know, gained or lost by, like, sharing or something like that. Like, you don't no. think, like, yo, like, if I tell them how I'm feeling about this, or like if they're, you know what I mean, if I if I talk about how this situation might have affected me, like emotionally or something like that, like this person not gonna think less of me, are they type thing? Yeah, and no. I feel like guys, it'd be like that a little bit. Like, damn, he did that. He ain't do nothing. Like, what happened? Like, you know, here guy like, bro, I just got anxiety, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, <laughs> I want to do something, but like, I should just locked up. Like, you know, you don't really, ain't nobody gonna really say that. They just, I'm just I ain't really worried about it. Like. That's it. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, Khalif, thank you so much for this conversation. It was great. I can definitely say that you will be a guest again in the future. Yeah, that's why I didn't do the long introductions. I'll be a recurring guest. <laughs> oh, you already you know me over time. Are you claiming <laughs> this space? Is that what you're doing? I'm letting you know what I'm open to. You know, ah. like my Instagram name. Like I'm just putting that energy out. Okay, there. Khalif, just wait. That's back. coming. Okay, so. <laughs> Guys, we thank Khalif for sharing. Khalif, where can they find you on Instagram to keep up with you in your daily life? I know you like to talk about food on your Instagram and things of that sort. Do you want to share that information? Maybe down the road when we, we establish more of a relationship, I will introduce my Instagram. <laughs> it's really not much, and I don't use Instagram like that. <laughs> but yeah, just stay tuned. Like, if you want to, you know, figure out about my Instagram, like, you know, just, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> so if you want to get Khalif's Instagram, make sure you continue to tune in to the podcast so that you can get that information. So 
thank you everyone for listening. Khalif, say bye. All right, y'all. Until next time. Okay. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before I officially close this episode, I just wanted to hop back on here from me editing this podcast right now and just ask, like, did you guys think Khalif's situation was toxic? Because I named my biases um, when he was telling the story because initially I was like, it's okay. And um, so what did you guys think about that? And if you are a man listening to this and you want to talk about your toxic friendship, if you had one, tell me, let me know as well. I, I like hearing these different perspectives. I definitely messed up that word. Perspectives. Because, I mean, I would like to know if I possess these traits as well. So with that being said, make sure you're following me at QT with the pod. And let's get talking. Bye.